Welcome to It Just Means Less, where we talk all things SEC sports. Here are your hosts, Wells Perigen and Jacob Holman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the It Just Means Less podcast. I'm your host, Wells Perigen, here with my co-host, Jacob Holman. How are you, Jacob? I'm good, man. That's good. Uh, you know, it's finally here, Jacob, the last week of college football rivalry week. As everybody said, my favorite week of the year when it comes to football, in my opinion. Um it's kind of sad at the same time. You know, there's a lot of teams that won't be playing next week. This is the last week we're going to get to talk about Dandy Vandy, which is just, you know, brings a little sad tear to my eye. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it does to everybody. <laughs> Except maybe the Vandy fans. They might be ready to watch the misery in. Might be kind of small season. Right then. But, yeah, something else I love about rivalry week is we got Egg Bowl Thursday. Um, we got – what is it? It's um, Memphis, Arkansas, Friday, and then just all the list of slate. There's just good games from Thanksgiving on. That's just it's just exciting to see. Yeah, especially, especially. I mean, I think the Iron Bowl is probably. I mean, obviously the highlight for us, but um, I don't know, man. Get the which for you, you'll be in the stadium, but see mm-hmm. if you, I'll get to get to watch the game, and then I'll get to watch the Iron Bowl. So you know, just all all good all the way around. So. You know, let's do, let's do a little top of our head kind of thing. Um, let me hear your top five rivalries in college football real quick. Like in order or just? Yeah, put them in order. Put them in order just for the sake of it. I can go first if you want me to. Um, Yeah, you go first. Okay. At number one, I'm going to take the Iron Bowl. Okay. I, I really think anybody in the South would agree that's the number one rivalry in the nation. Then I am going to say the game at number two. Okay. They mean you might be thinking of like? I'm going to say Army-Navy at three. Dude. <laughs> okay. Four, I'm gonna say the egg bowl. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then five is probably gonna be the Civil War. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna say the Civil War. I I want to say Red River. Red River. Okay. Yeah, I can I can respect that. Yeah. I, th- I think that I think that's my five. I wouldn't. The only one that I would maybe change at five. Possibly is um, maybe Florida, Florida State when they're good. I think that's a good one. Uh, you know, I like Bedlam, Bedlam, Bedlam too. But you know, this is this year was the last year we'll see that. I think because I don't know if they're going to schedule each other out of conference or not. Because Oklahoma, I mean, yeah, Oklahoma moving to the SEC. Oklahoma State smart. They won't. So that way they can they can always one up them. That's true. I mean, the last time they beat them, they stormed the field and brought down. Did they bring the goalposts down? And, I think they, 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 in Stillwater. No, no, man. <clears throat> Alabama State, Alabama a is pretty good. Magic City Classic. Yeah, there's always a barn burner. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we better and go ahead and jump in a little review of last week's ep- um, episode. We had Lane Lowry here, guest picking. Um, we'll start off. Lane did had a pretty good week. Um, he won up himself from when he was here. I think he was week six or seven. I mean, the only reason he won up himself is because he picked. We picked eleven games that week. We picked twelve last week. Um, Lane went ten and two versus the outright, seven and five versus the spread, two and zero versus Super Dogs again. Lane is now four and zero in Super Dogs when he's been on here. Um, that brings Lane's season totals because he's been on here twice to nineteen and four versus the outright. Um, fourteen and nine versus the spread, and four and zero versus the Superdog. Um, Jacob went ten and two versus Outright, eight and four versus the spread. He had the best week of anybody, but he did go zero and two versus the Superdog because Rutgers did not cover because they lost by twenty one on a twenty point five spread, Imagine. and Wisconsin, <laughs> Wisconsin lost in overtime. <laughs> I mean, literally, 
I, I would expect nothing less from the Super Dogs at this point. As I mean, you know, it's just punching me in the face is what it's doing. Yeah, it's a little brutal. Um, I went ten and two versus outright, seven and five versus the spread, and I went zero and two versus Super Dogs because North Carolina didn't cover and BC lost. Um, that's between me and Jacob. We are now zero for eight in the last Super Dogs between the last two weeks. Um, so if you're bet- if you're a betting man, I wouldn't bet based off me and Jacob's advice. That brings um, our season totals. Jacob is 129 and 34 versus the outright. He's 87 and 66 versus the spread, and he's 8 and 16 versus the Silver Dog, picking right there at that uh, 33%. Um, I am 134 and 29 versus the outright, 90 and 90 versus 63 versus the spread, and I'm 13 and 11 versus Superdog. So as nice of a cushion I had in the Superdog, I am now an O-Attune performance this week from going 500 in Superdog, which is a little disappointing in my opinion. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Not there yet, Jacob. Don't, don't. You can send my invitation. I don't know if I'm going to accept it just quite yet. I think you should accept it with open, open arms. <laughs> I, I don't know. Speaking of, you know, Speaking of something that I accept him with open arms, I just think it's time for me as an Auburn fan to just accept misery and open arms. I mean, last weekend, it was just – it was a good old-fashioned butt whooping. I mean, there ain't no way around it. It looks like New Mexico State was the SEC team, and we were the the new-founded Conference USA team all the way out there. I mean, they just came in here, Jacob, and whooped our butts. There was no way around it. It was – I think we had 40 plays of offense, and they doubled our time of possession. It was just complete embarrassment. Yeah, man, I was um You felt for me. Did you feel sorry for me, Jacob? Um, so I was watching the game. I was gonna skip the question. Um so I was you know, I was what well, I texted you. Um I think it, I think the words were no way. Um it was ten seven and a half. So um I get home and it was I think I started watching it and then I watched them score um on that little corner route in the in the end zone down away from the student section that was the it was a really good ball like that was it was a tight they just i mean they just they just whoop whoop y'all i mean i i I genuinely think what happened is you just overlooked you were looking getting ready for this week i mean i I genuinely think that's the case because there's no there's no justifiable reason that auburn should have lost that game trust me you're preaching to the choir jacob I sit there. It was almost to the point now when they scored and went up three scores with like, like I think it was like a minute left in the game. I was just sitting there. I was laughing to keep from crying. Did you? Did you? You didn't leave early? Heck no, I didn't leave early. I'm no fake fan. I'm gonna sit there. I sat there in my seat when Penn State beat us by forty. I'm not gonna leave at all. When Arkansas beat us by like thirty something to get Brian Harson last year, I've stayed the whole time. I genuinely, I genuinely think God smiled. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, come on, give me something you took away from last week, Jacob. Um, very um, disappointed by Oregon State, man. Thought thought they had a chance to win that one. Um, then Arizona, man. Arizona might be. I mean, they look pretty. I mean, they look pretty good. Uh, you know, starting off the year, they were. I remember. Um, they went to Washington State and beat them by like 38 after mm-hmm. the underdog, you know. So, um, very impressed by that. And then Georgia, Georgia just looks really good right now. Um, I think they're getting hot. 
at the well, I guess the right time for them, but I don't know, man. They've lost what one game in the last three years. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right. Regular season game. Yeah. I think the I think their last time they lost was when they lost to Bama in the SEC championship game. Um how what was that, two years ago now? Yeah, so, two years ago. Um something I want to point out is that Mississippi State team that is sitting five and six fighting for our uh they might have the best out of conference win, and that's Arizona. Yeah. I mean they beat Arizona. I mean, I'm trying to think but just off the top of my head of like good non-conference wins from the SEC teams, and I, that Arizona one's just sticking out to me right now. Yeah, it looks really good on them right now, especially how with how they've turned around, because at the beginning, Arizona was – well, you were at that game, right? Yeah, I was. I, I made the trip up to start to watch that game. And well, it was just – I mean, State – I mean, honestly, State, did, outside of the first – you know, you always – outside of the first four possessions where Arizona turned it over four times, after that, it was – Arizona just looked like the better team. They had just dug themselves a too deep of a, a hole to start the game. I guess we can go ahead and jump into the pickums for this week. Um, talking about Mississippi State, um, the Egg Bowl, number twelve Ole Miss, who is nine and two overall, five and two in SEC play, is going to start Vegas on Thanksgiving Thursday afternoon to play Mississippi State. Um, Ole Miss is Mississippi State is five and six, one and um, six in SEC play, so they are fighting for ball eligibility this this game. Um, Ole Miss is favored by ten points, and this is as of. Wednesday, uh, November twenty second at four fifteen, um, and it's a, like I said, it's a six thirty ESPN game. Jacob, what you got? Uh, I think Ole Miss is going to win. I think they're going to um, win a nail biter, though. I think State's going to cover just because they're fighting for ball eligibility. And these teams, man, they, man, I, I think out of all the ones that we talked about earlier, they're the ones that hate each other the most. I'd agree, player wise, especially. Yeah, man, it's it's like they. I mean, they genuinely hate each other like me and you were rivals but like i don't actually hate you <laughs> so um always good to not have hate or hate your co-hosts but um yeah man i i think they hate each other so much that um it it becomes it becomes deeper than just the or than just i think it becomes prideful for the players you know if you lose to Ole miss or you lose to mississippi state it, it hurts you pride so i think state's gonna take a lot of pride in themselves especially with the new he- or with the interim head coach um mm-hmm. did you see the video of the fuller in the locker room that may be the most mississippi thing i've ever seen in my life so, <laughs> i enjoyed it i was i was for it of course you did <laughs> so um i think yeah Ole miss wins state covers i'm gonna take Ole miss to win as well but i do think state uh Ole miss is gonna cover i think this game's gonna be right there around the 17 point mark um Lane Kiffin losing the uh, and Oxford last year. I don't see him losing two years in a row. And I'm going to take um, I'm going to take Ole Miss just to win. I just they're the better football team. Yeah, you're correct. All right, Friday, Friday we have number nine Missouri. Number, Missouri is nine and two overall, five and two in SEC play after barely squeaking by versus Florida last week in Como. They are at Arkansas. Uh, me and Jacob's uh, biggest letdown this season. <laughs> Arkansas is four and seven overall, one and six in the SEC play. Um, Missouri is favored by seven point five, and it's the three p.m. CBS Friday game. Jacob, um, I think I'm going to take Mizzou to win and cover right here. I just think, as you know, as bad, barely as they won last week, and that kind of scares me because Arkansas did beat the Florida team that barely beat Missouri. But I just think Missouri is going to be. More, 
they're not going to overlook Florida. I mean, Arkansas like that overlooks Florida. Even in Arkansas is just just not playing good ball. Yeah, man, I'm I'm right there with you. I I think Mizzou. I think Missouri wins. Um, I think they cover as well. I just I don't um I don't think like you said they overlook them just like they may have overlooked Florida. At the same time, though, with I could see it maybe being um like a not a blowout just because Arkansas has that comfortability with Sam Pittman not being gone. Uh, I think with him, with his job being secure, you got, you know, maybe him being a little bit more confident. So maybe Dan Enos a little bit more confident. You know, I don't know. But I think Missouri is going to win and cover. (laughs) Their roles are almost – or the records are almost flipped by what we predicted. (laughs) So, crazy. Next on the agenda is the um, 11 a. Are we on on to Saturday now? Uh, Kentucky six and five overall um, is at number ten Louisville, who's been a really nice surprise this year for the ACC. Um, Louisville is ten and one overall, and Louisville is favored by seven points. Um, the 11 a.m. ABC game. Um, you sticking with the you sticking with the SEC, Jacob, or do you think Louisville is going to win this one? Uh, no, give me Louisville. I think Louisville is going to win. Uh, I think they're going to cover that seven with. You know, Alabama uh, two weeks ago going to Lexington and and, and winning that game like they did. Um, I just don't – I don't think Kentucky is that great. I mean, I think Louisville's a really good team. And I, I, I know earlier in the year I picked Notre Dame to go to Louisville and win, and Louisville found a way to – I mean, dominated them. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think I think Louisville – Louisville is legit. I think what's gonna. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna beat Florida State in the ACC championship. I was fixing to say that too. I'm. I think right now I'm leaning. I'd like to see how Florida State plays this week without um Jordan Travis versus Florida. But I, I think, I think either way, I think Louisville's got a really good shot next week. I'm. I'm right here with you. I'm gonna take Louisville to win and cover. I think Kentucky's gonna finish at six and six, and Louisville's just Jeff Brom, first year head coach. I mean, you. I, I feel like he's getting underlooked for coach of the year. Yeah, I, I mean, mean really, you would have to. I mean, especially if you finish this regular season eleven and one, or yeah, and then he, maybe he wins the ACC championship. I mean, it's not completely out of the picture. But there's a there's a possibility Louisville could sneak in there at that four seat now. Just just hear me out. Yeah. All right, ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna play it out. So Bama loses and Georgia's in. Yeah. That's your one seed. Yeah. All right, you're gonna take Michigan or Ohio State. Blows the other one out, like beats the snot out of them. So there's your, and then they went, and then whoever the winner is is the one seed, right? Two seed, two seed. Sorry, yeah. Oklahoma beats Texas. So that Oklahoma is the um pack. I'm sorry, the Big Twelve champion with two losses. Washington or Oregon both lose this week. Say, let's say Oregon lose this week. But they're still in the ACC, they're still in the Pac-12 championship game versus Washington. Then they win and they're ten and two. Yeah. And then you have Louisville at eleven and one beats Florida State. I mean, it's possible. I mean, and, I mean, and I, I, I said those things and like I said, like it's possible. Like that, that's not completely far, far fetched. It's not. I, I think Oregon State's a. I mean, I know we picked this game later. I think Oregon State's a really good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's going to be hard to go to Oregon and win, but I mean, they just even that's okay. Let's that scenario still plays out. 
and just say Texas, say say Washington goes undefeated. So there's your you got Georgia, the winner of the game, Washington, Texas, the two seed in the back twelve. So you got two loss Alabama with no conference champion. You got Ohio State or say Michigan, they got blown out by the other one. Um. I don't know, but here's my thing about that. I don't think it matters either way because the loser of Michigan-Ohio State is going to be one loss. Um, they're not yeah. going to be able to play in the conference championship, though. That's what I'm saying. You, so, I mean, what you're looking at, do you yeah, say it, is – I don't think the blowout would matter because I think I think a one-loss Louisville ACC champion would get in over oh, – Yeah, Louisville. yeah. Yeah. Even if it's even if it's not a, even if it's just a close game, you still take the one loss. Right. Ace championship. Okay, I'm with you. But I think I mean like that's not completely far fetched. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I, I'd give it about a 15 20 percent chance right now. I mean, honestly, but I mean, if there's anything to take from us, <laughs> do not take our advice on percentages because I mean we're just we don't seem like we're doing too hot. Hmm. We're doing fine on outrights. We're doing fine on that, outrights. That, that's, that's, I mean, yeah. Outrights is a different story when it comes to, you know, when it comes to people, people's money, which is what we're dealing with because people, the people trust us, Wells, mm-hmm. um, to make their right decisions for them. All right. The next game we got is um, Texas AM, who's seven and four, four and three in conference play, going to Baton Rouge to face number 14, LSU, who is eight and three. Five and two in conference play. LSU is favored by eleven and a half. Uh, it's an eleven a.m. kick. I know we griped about this last week. Um, really felt like Georgia, Georgia at Georgia Tech should be flipped with this game, but um, is what it is. So, what do you think is going to happen, Wells? Um, I think I'm going to take LSU to win, and um, I'm going to take LSU to cover that twelve points. Um, a and M without a coach. Didn't look extremely good versus Abilene Christian last week. I know it was kind of a close game going into halftime. Then, then they just out-talented them in the second half. Um, I think LSU's got one of the best offenses in the country, and Jaden Daniels is going to submit his spot in New York City this week with LSU covering the 11-and-a-half versus A&M. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I think LSU wins and um, covers. is Jaden Daniels, is, is he a junior? Maybe a COVID or redshirt junior. I think he played at draft eligible. Yeah, he's draft eligible. Yes, hundred percent. This will be his last game in Tiger Stadium. Um, I mean, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. I mean, I'd be shocked. Yeah, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Um, but yeah, give me LSU, LSU to win, and LSU to cover. Um, the next game. We have is um, America's America's game. I think this one we both have as the number one rivalry in college football. Um, number eight Alabama, uh, Lord, you know Lord's team, going down to um, going down to the barn to play uh, Auburn, who is six and five, three and four in conference play. Alabama was favored by fourteen and a half. It's the two thirty um, CBS game. Last time it'll ever be on CBS, so. Um, you know, I just it's gonna be a sad day not to ever hear Gary and them again, but oh, who cares? Uh, Bama wins, <laughs> Bama wins, and Auburn covers is what I think is gonna happen. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, if people have, if you've ever kept up with the Iron Bowl, I mean, I'm sure everybody that listens to this podcast has because we're talking about SEC sports and you can't think SEC football without thinking of the Iron Bowl, but it's just when like Bama comes down to Jordan Hare, 
it's just something weird in the air. And Bama fans feel it. Auburn fans feel it. Feels it. Um, voodoo. There's there's no justifiable anything. (laughs) The fact that it is witchcraft. I mean, the last if you want to go through here to the last times Alabama has been there, 2017, um, Auburn won. 2019, Bo Nix and Auburn won. 2021, it took four overtimes for. Was that a playoff Alabama team? Yeah, that that Alabama team went beat Georgia in the conference championship next the following week. Um, four overtimes to beat a six and ended up being a six and six teams, but a six and five Auburn team with TJ Finley playing on one leg. Like it's just the energy will be exciting. Um, now I will say Auburn losing last week hurts this game just a little bit, but I also think that should scare Alabama just a little bit, yeah. just because you know there's no way Auburn is not trying to like. You know, I mean, maybe you see some exposure from the, what New Mexico State did that Alabama could do as well. But, like, I think it just motivates Auburn anymore to get this game done. Um, I'm going to take Bama to win and uh, Auburn to cover just because I think 14 and a half is a lot. I see this being a 10-point game um, and probably being a 10-point game for most of the game where, you know, a play or two could flip the script either way, but it just never happens. And I'm going to take Alabama to just finally wear out Auburn just because it's – I mean, it's just Bama's the better team. There's no way around it. Jalen Milrow is playing lights out ball. Um, he's been playing this year all week. I think they'd have beat Texas and Jaden Milrow and Jane Daniels would have been both been in um, New York City together. But unfortunately for Bama fans, um, that didn't happen. But Bama's peaking, in my opinion, and it's just going to set up a really good um, SEC championship game the next week. Great pick, though. Great pick to pick uh, the better team. So, but you know, I will say I mentioned this last week. Auburn Jesus told me personally that he will be in attendance. Um, everybody that's listening to this, take this. What Auburn Jesus? It's just an honor to have him at the game, and it's like Jacob said, it's it's a great experience. Want to get him on the podcast since you love him so much? <laughs> I, I mean, he's kind of busy, you know. Auburn Auburn leads a lot for him to make up for. <laughs> so, um. I saw there was an there's an Auburn Twitter Jesus page. I mean, an Auburn Jesus Twitter page last week, and it was like everybody was spamming him during the middle of the New Mexico State game. And he's like, "Guys, there's only so much I can do." So he was had to save all his energy up for this week. Um, as we were talking about earlier, next on the, is this is Vanderbilt's last week playing ball. Unfortunately, we got Vanderbilt two and eight, zero and seven in the SEC play at number twenty one Tennessee. Tennessee is seven and four, um, three and four in SEC play after they're beat after they get beat by Georgia last week. Um, Tennessee is favored by twenty seven and a half. Sorry, just twenty seven. This is the two thirty SEC Network game. I don't really know who's going to be watching this game if you're not a Tennessee fan. Not even sure Vanderbilt fans will be watching this game if they exist. Um, I think everybody will be watching, you know, the Iron Bowl and stuff like that. Um, And I don't think there's going to be any drama for people to miss. I think Tennessee is going to go in and they're going to smack Vanderbilt and their Tennessee players are going to have a nice little senior day. Yeah, um, I don't even think the game's going to be close. Uh, South Carolina beat them by 41 last week. So, man, brutal, brutal for Clark Lee and – and the and Vanderbilt man, I just I don't know. I just don't. How do you how do you be successful at Vanderbilt? Like that's just yeah. I think that's tough for anybody. I mean, James Franklin had a little bit of it, and then that's why he got hired at Penn State. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I just you got to feel for him at some point because I mean they're they're about to finish two and ten. Two and nine. 
No, no, to a nine now. Is this it? Week twelve or week thirteen? Yeah, I must have missed. Are they to a nine? Is that I missed that? But yeah, yeah, they got. No, I think they're three. I think they're three and eight. Oh no, they beat they beat Hawaii. They beat Alabama A and M. Yeah, they lost. It? They lost to Wake, UNLV, Kentucky, Missouri, Florida, Georgia, Ole Miss, Auburn, South Carolina. So, so two, yeah, two, two and nine. They're about to be two and ten. I mean, no, no quality wins. So I mean, I just did they get did they play two bye weeks because they you know they played in week zero when they played um Hawaii first right that was week zero yes so they had yeah they, they did wait they they not yeah they had two bye weeks mm. <laughs> which I don't think anybody really that's they see we don't even notice this we picked them every week that shows how you know how relevant the game is um. Next on the agenda, number five, Florida State, eleven and zero in the ACC play, is at Florida. Florida is five and six. Um, they will be fighting for ball eligibility this week. Um, Florida State is favored by six and a half, and it's the six p.m. ESPN game. Um, it's, it'll be interesting to see how Florida State is without Jordan Travis. You know, they played UNA really well after they, you know, Jordan Travis was. They were were they still down thirteen nothing when he got hurt, or was it were they was it thirteen seven at that point? Thirteen nothing because they were driving down the field. So, and then they ended up beating them by like 50 something. So, like, I guess their backup coordinate, I mean, the backup quarterback is going to be competent because he plays at Florida State and he's the number two at Florida State behind Jordan Travis. But I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the swamp. Jacob, what do you got happening? I think Florida wins. Um, I'm going to be Florida upset, uh, especially night at night. This Florida team, obviously, obviously, they, you know, the end of this past week against, um, Missouri didn't end the way they wanted to. But with this being a night game at the Swamp, and, you know, earlier in the year they beat Tennessee in a night game at the Swamp. So uh, they have it in them. Should have won this game against Missouri last week. So um, I think they I think they finish it this They finish it this week, become bowl eligible, and uh, help out the conference. So Yeah, I think I could see it happening because – He's playing for his job. Billy Napier is playing for his job at this point, I believe. I don't think you were six and seven last year. Now you take a step back and you're going to finish five and seven, not a ball game. Um, I don't know if anybody's been keeping up with Florida's recruiting. They've had a really good recruiting class, and now they're starting to commit elsewhere and flip. So Billy Napier is 100% playing for his job. But I just I, – I, I, I'm not saying he loses it, but I don't think they're going to win this game. I'm going to take Florida State to win and cover. Yeah. I mean, this, that's probably the smart pick. But I mean, I think I think it can happen. I think, like I said, I think Louisville is going to win, uh, beat them in the conference championship. So I've been saying, like today, even earlier this week, that I think uh, Florida State is going to lose either this week or next week. So I, uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So. Well, another um, SEC AC matchup is one that we've already been griping about. Um, because of the why we don't know why this is the primetime game, but number eleven, or sorry, number one, Georgia, who's eleven and zero in um SEC play, eight and zero, eleven and zero overall, and eight and zero in SEC play, is at Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech is six and five in the um overall. Um, they are ball eligible, which I think is a, a good accomplishment for Georgia Tech, and Georgia's favored by twenty four six thirty p.m. ABC game. I don't think there's much to talk about on this one, Jacob. What you got? Yeah, I think Georgia wins and I think they cover. Um I don't I don't see it being close. 
uh, maybe close in the first six minutes because Georgia Tech may get the ball first or something like that. But I don't, man, I don't, I don't think it's going to be close at all. I'm right there with you. I'll take, I'm going to take UJ to win and cover. Um, the final ACC SEC matchup of the week. Um, I guess there's four. Um, number 24, Clemson, finally being back. My national champion pick to start the year. Um, wow. What? <laughs> thank y'all, everybody. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Um, number 24, or Clemson, 7-4 and four overall, is at South Carolina. South Carolina is another SEC team fighting for ball eligibility. They are 5-6. and six. Um, Possibly Spencer Rattler's last collegiate game. Uh, um, Clemson's favorite. Huh? Is another year of eligibility? No. I think he's done. I think oh. he's getting his. I, I mean, his pos. I think. I think it is. His, I guess when I said possible, maybe he plays in the ball game. But okay. it's for. It's for sure his last game at Williams Bryce. Um, Clemson's favored by seven. It's a six thirty p.m. SEC Network game, so night game. But um, Clemson's playing pretty good ball as of late. They beat North Carolina last week. North Carolina beat South Carolina. Therefore, um, Gordo Math Clemson wins and covers. <laughs> I'm gonna go another upset here. I think South Carolina upsets Clemson. Um, South Carolina's been playing okay ball. I mean, they I mean they've won they three straight. They they won three straight. They were what two and six. Yeah, they were two and six. Yeah. So I mean, you know, they've won one three straight night game at home to become bow eligible. Uh, Rattler's last game at home. We don't. I don't think he wants to end his career uh, in the regular season. Wants to maybe make a ball game. So um, I think South Carolina has a chance to do it, and I think they're going to upset Clemson. I mean, I, I don't hate it. Absolutely. I mean, like I said, I, the Florida pick, I don't hate it, but I think I'm going to take the the safe route and Jacob scoring him a little more risky today. Um, Dude, I gotta like, I've got to try and climb myself back into the uh, outright. So uh, sometimes I just got to go against you, and this seems like one that it would make sense. I mean, I think it's I think it's more logical than than what the next game we're going to pick is. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, next as Jacob, next game is the Civil War. Um, number sixteen, Oregon State. Oregon State is eight and three in Pac, um, eight and three overall, five and three in Pac twelve play after their loss last week versus Washington. Um, they are at number six, Oregon. Oregon is ten and ten and one, seven and one in Pac twelve play. Uh, Oregon's favored by thirteen and a half, and it's a seven thirty p.m. Fox game. So not quite Pac twelve after dark, but it's close. It'll be five thirty Washington. I mean, uh, Oregon time, so it could get dark yeah, during the game. Yeah, um, I think it's gonna be a great game. I mean, you know, Bo Nix is just having a great season. Happy for him. Happy for Daddy Bo. Um, I think he's gonna win. I think they're gonna win this week. But I'm gonna take Ohio, uh, Oregon State to cover. Yeah, I think Oregon. Um, I'm pretty much same with you. I think Oregon wins, and I think Oregon State covers. Um, it's gonna be maybe what seven to seven to ten point game. You think? I think so. Yeah, I think I think, that, I think that's a reasonable pick, especially after last week. Um, kind of heartbreak sets in for Oregon State, but uh, they got a good team, so I think they can keep it close. But I think Oregon ultimately is going to win the game. And so, um, the last game we have on the slate is the game um, uh, number two, Ohio State, who's eleven and 8 and zero in Big Ten play, going to Ann Arbor, who's number or two Michigan, who's number three. Um, 11-0, conference play. Michigan's favored by three. Uh, this is the 11 a.m. Fox game. So we got uh, Gus Johnson and Maserati Marv. Uh, so who who wins this game, Wes? I'm gonna take um I'm gonna take Michigan. 
Uh, I think if this game was at the um the shoe, I would probably take Ohio State. Um, I don't think not having Jim Harbaugh affects um Michigan that much. I actually think it kind of benefits them more motivation. Um, JJ McCarthy, I think he's a really good quarterback. Um, I've already said Marvin Harrison's junior is probably the best player in the country in my opinion, but unfortunately for him, I think this is going to be probably. Well, he might play if they make a um. If they lose this game, but then make a New Year's Six Bowl, maybe he'll play. I'm not really sure. I wouldn't risk it. Um, so I'm going to take Michigan to win and cover the three points. I'm going to have to go against you here. I'm going to take Ohio State to go on the road and and beat Michigan. Um, I think they're both really good teams. It's kind of a toss-up, in my opinion. Um, I just think watching – Watching Michigan last week go to Maryland and struggle. Um, Ohio State, I think Ohio State's confident. They're both good teams. Um, I think, you know, obviously these two hate each other as well, but I don't think it's – it's a deep rivalry. Everybody hates each other. Ohio State wins, and um, they end up winning the Big Ten Championship, find their way in the playoff. Yeah, I mean, I I could see it happen. It's just it's one of them things where I'm just going with my gut, and I really don't know why, but I am. Um, unfortunately, I had them in my playoff, so mm-hmm. I, had, I had Ohio State as my Big Ten team in the playoff. You had Michigan, so I mean, let's see who's right. Probably. Your, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Let's. I guess we can go ahead. We'd be remiss to go ahead and announce this, though. Unfortunately, America's team, Gordo, did lose last week in the second round of the playoffs to Geraldine. Um, them boys, man. Um, yeah. Shout out Trey Gilbert. I mean, the, he had them ready to play. It was a nice shootout. Um, just Gordo just unfortunately came on the losing end of this one. Had the onside kick in our hands, too. Just dropped it. Mm, yeah, that's, you hate that. I was Gordo and onside kicks just aren't um, two things that really gel. Uh, yeah, whether that's whether that's recovering or kicking them, um, it was it was the first loss home playoff first playoff loss since Bayside, probably eight seven eight years ago. It's the first time Gordo's lost at home in the playoffs since. Good grief! What would that been like? Twenty sixteen, maybe fifteen, twenty fifteen, twenty six. It's been seven eight years. So, um, shout out to the Gordo Green Waves on their. Pretty good on their good season. Ten and two, right? No. Yeah, ten and two. Ten and, t- ten and two. Can't complain. Um, we'll close out the episode as always with um Super Dogs. Um, I'm gonna take Colorado to cover the twenty two um at Utah. I picked Colorado quite a few times to cover spreads, and while they haven't done the upset, they have covered. So I'm gonna keep that here. Which I, you know, did you see Cam Rising's announcing he's coming back for his seventh season? Did see that. Um. That- Kind of you getting excited there. Uh, and viewers can't really see you, but um, so you can see you get a little giddy there. Someone's I like, talk about him all, all the time, and, and he's finally back. And then my other game is I'm gonna take Iowa, who's ranked, to upset Nebraska at home. This is the Friday, a Friday game. I really don't know why Nebraska's favored, so it was an easy pick for me. Yeah, very. Um, I'm gonna go with BYU to cover uh 17 at Oklahoma State. Um, Oklahoma State has struggled over the past few weeks, um, and BYU played a really good Oklahoma team close last week. So, uh, I'm really hoping that they can that they can cover this spread and help me out a little bit. Um, and then, just off the wall here, 
Um, <laughs> outright pick. I think Navy's going to upset SMU. Um, SMU is favored by 18 at home. Uh, Navy's going to win this week to become bowl eligible because they're not beating Army next – or is it next week? Uh, the week after. It's the week after. It's the week after conference championships. They're, they're not beating Army. Um, so, I think they got to do it now to become bowl eligible. All three um, armed force schools are going to become bowl eligible. So, uh, everybody – college football just supports the troops in general. So, um, we hopefully SMU will respect them enough and, and do this for me. I don't know. Do, do the Methodists, the rich Methodists of Dallas support the troops? I, I would kind of say no. Well, way to make it about politics, Wells. So, <laughs> so yeah, but that's that's all we got for you today. This has um, been episode 18 of It Just Means Less. We, or we appreciate you listening. We'll see you next week.